all Amy Coney bastards are bastards. I don't know. I don't really know what her last name is. <laughs> <laughs> is it Barrett? Is it Barnett? I don't want to learn it as well. I don't want to learn it. I don't want to learn it. It's Barley. Room podcast live. What is going on, internet and audio listeners? My name is Francesca Fiorentini. I am your host. You've seen me on the thing and the other thing. That one thing, that one time you've seen me around. Um, you're here. That's all that matters, you guys. You're on Facebook. You're on YouTube. What's up, Jody Paletta uh, from Ohio? Ulysses, as always. Uh, Darren Skajovsold. I didn't butcher your name at all. Uh, we've got such a good show for you today, despite the, uh, you know, quickly crumbling democracy that it, we have in the United States, just washing away like a sandcastle uh, in the high tide, you know, and we're there and like the moats have been breached and just filling with water. And we're like, man, why do we work so hard to build this sandcastle? What are we doing? Maybe this castle's not what we want to build. Maybe we should start over. Do we got a fight to start over? Anyway, you get the idea. <laughs> We're going to be talking about all that. We're going to be talking about my dream of a third, fourth, fifth party, a parliamentary system in this government. Um, also about the Supreme Court justice nominee, uh, Captain ACAB, no, uh, ACB, Amy Coney Barrett. I uh, I do not want to ever learn her name for realsies, but I have to because this is where we are. Um as always, thank you so much for being here. And also thank you for your tips. You guys have been so incredibly generous with those tips. And remember, we donate a portion of them, uh, one, to help the show, because that's important. And number two, to Movement Voter Project right now. We're doing that all through the election. Movement Voter Project is working in swing states specifically with grassroots organizations, organizations of color, getting out the vote, getting out the vote where we know Democrats have a stronghold if they would just speak to these uh, groups of voters who they've long neglected. Movement Voter Project does that specifically in swing states. So TBR-Live, TBR-Live on Cash App, TBR-Live on Venmo. And uh, yeah, you can tell things are dire because I've got pink eyeshadow on. It's hot pink. And no, I'm not in drag. And no, I'm not as good of a makeup artist as drag artists, drag queens are. But shit is dire. You got to go with the bright eye. Um, we have such amazing guests before I get too far up my own butthole <laughs> by myself with you all. Um, they're my friends. They're the people I trust. They I look up to. Uh, I laugh with. Um, and I'm so, 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 so happy to have them here today with me. She is a former labor organizer turned stand-up comedian, writer, and actor who is one of Variety's 10 comics to watch for 2020. She's a writer for Last Man Standing on Fox and creator of Comedy Crossing, so awesome, a hit stand-up comedy show held inside Animal Crossing, uh, the video game, uh, and is watched via Zoom, of course. Uh, since 2020, the show's raised $20,000 for Black Lives Matter-related causes. In 2016, she was honored by President Obama, heard of him, uh, 
as a White House champion of change for her leadership in Asian American and Pacific Islander art and storytelling, please welcome Jenny Yang. Yes. What's up? <laughs> hey, Jenny. Up, situation room people. Do you have do you have a fan name? Do we know who your fans are? Are they called something? I used to call them ear bitches. Um, ear bitches. What's up, ear bitches? Up, ear bitches. But I don't know. Like, see, the bituation. Bitch is very much a verb in this room. Do you you right. know it's not a it's not really a noun, although there yep. are the occasional dudes who'll be like, hey bitch, and you're like, no, bro, no. Yeah, we're bituating, we're bituating. <laughs> exactly, Jenny. I like that verb, bituating, we're bitching, we're bituating. Um, mm -hmm. so good to have you here. And in addition, in addition to Jenny Yang, the wonderful, uh, he is best known for his Oscar-nominated Emmy-winning uh writer, director. Being the writer and director of, there we go, Gasland, parts one and two, all about fracking in the United States. Um, he reported on the ground at Standing Rock during the native-led DAPL protests. As a climate activist, TV commentator, and guest, he's appeared regularly on MSNBC, Fox, CNN, The Daily Show, PBS, TYT, and many other outlets. In May 2020, once again, another virtual host, jo uh, this person, <coughs> he uh, launched his show, Staying Home with... Please welcome Josh Fox. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Josh Fox. I'm, I'm I'm habituating to this scenario currently. Great. I feel very habituated to it. Habituate away. Get bituated, everybody. We're going to launch into this. Our first segment, uh, as always here on the Bituation Room, is what are you bitching about now? I love this triumphantly angry piano person that's like <laughs> playing the piano with it's so triumphant. At the beginning of the it angry is, and triumphant sort of. I feel like it's the spirit of RBG. I, I, I'm, I'm not being on the grave. Like, da, da, da. Yeah. I'm going to start off, you two, about what I'm bitching about, which I think a lot of people in the comments are bitching about, which is news that broke today that Donald Trump has paid not just nothing in taxes, but has gotten millions of dollars in tax breaks over the last couple of decades. Uh, the New York Times just released a report. Y'all, he paid $750 in the year 2016, the year that he assumed off, or the year that he won the presidency, $750 fucking dollars. How? How? Ten hundred dollars in ten years. No, wait. Since no one in one year. In one year. Since two thousand. In one year. No, no, no. No, no since two thousand and five, he paid seven hundred fifty dollars in twenty sixteen, and nothing alone. in the ten years before that. Right. Right. Zero. Big donut. Big donut. Um. Uh, burn it all down. Uh, fuck everyone. Y'all. Seven hundred. Like, who pays seven hundred and fifty dollars in taxes? Like, like, you know. Uh, fast food employees like do do not make you make minimum wage you don't pay that little you do not pay that little at all like i paid so much more than that and like i recently i did my taxes very late and i was like oh boy i made very little last year and really really like really still that much i mean i'm i know it's all going to schools and not like bombs or drones uh, yeah. uh right. of course but it's going to repave the street in front of Trump Plaza, apparently. Oh, God. Y'all, $750 is a, is a Starbucks habit. 
it's like it's a it's a weekly it's one Starbucks frappuccino <laughs> for every week. That's it. That's that's seven hundred fifty dollars. That's it. that's it. Um, it's it's staggering this news. Uh, and and it really to me, I'm like, I, I want to just read a little bit of it because uh, this is not one of our news items, but apparently. Not only that, but shit that we know has been going on. And like, I know a lot of people are like, we knew it. We knew it. Mm, did we though? <laughs> did we? Like, you I know your New parents have sex. On a Sunday, right? They put yeah. this on, on Sunday. And I think the reason why is so that the rest of the world just goes, they have all of Sunday just to be like, <laughs> what? what? And then like, then when they pick their job off the floor, for Monday morning to just really thoroughly analyze this total catastrophe. But you know what I mean? It's like a day's worth of shock value. <laughs> no, that's what I'm no, saying though. Like, I feel like- Today except looking at this. Yeah, no, yeah. Need to and, yeah, and people pretend like though they've known this whole time, oh yeah, it's this bad. But like I'm saying, you know your parents have sex, but it, and you're like, yeah, I'm sure it's gross. I'm sure I wouldn't want to see it. And then you actually see it if you, if you, like, you, nothing prepares you. You know what I mean? You can't be like, I knew it was bad. No, this is even, this is bad. Don't be above this bullshit. 750. Look, it's, look, if it were $5,000, I'd be like, that's shit. It's under a thousand. You guys. It's comical. It's comical. It's comical. That's the thing. I think about, what think about the it? average American and how much they stress out about paying their taxes oh, every God. year. What oh my God. Just think like about that. 750. Not even like seven fifty and forty six cents. You know what I mean? Like, no. what accountant was like? Oh yeah, yeah, Tr- uh, Donald. Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> That's fine. Donald. Okay, it's, uh, yeah. uh, we did it. We took a look at everything, and we added up all the expenses, and we made sure that all the the ice skating lessons and the extra things that you wrote off for in talent and all that shit. You know, and it's uh, we seven hundred fifty dollars. And Donald's like, okay. <laughs> Well, the best the best thing about this is, though, I think there are people who are like, well, yeah, that's what the rich do. Like they have like great accounts. No, no, (laughs) no, not that. Like Josh is saying, not the best accountant can get you to 750. We're talking Mm -hmm. cooking the books, under reporting. This is fraud. That's that's already paid in 10 years. Right. Exactly. It's crooked. It's it's and and, you know, and, and it makes sense that. Look, Michael Cohen, however, uh, like, uh, credible of a person he is or not, but his whole thing with Russia was like, don't, don't focus on like whether or not he, that he used Russian bots to like win the election or whatnot, or get info from Paul Manafort. You got to focus on like the money. Russia was always yeah. his fault for being dead ass broke, dead mm-hmm. ass broke. He was like, Russia was going to get him out of this. He like, let's invest, like Trump Tower Moscow, that shit wasn't, that's never even been built, but it, you know, it's going to be. Well, it's that's what's really even good. more crazy about this. He owed the government $100 million. Meanwhile, he's been charging the government for every single thing. Like all of the diplomats are staying at his hotel. All yes. the, like, I mean, like he's, we're being charged for him playing golf, like $7 million a putt or something like this, like crazy stuff. And this is but what, what about this Trump got to make every single person in the country angry. But yeah. you know what's Trump- crazy about this? It's not going to make the dirt poor farmers that surround me here in these hills of Northeastern Pennsylvania with their giant Trump signs in their front yards. Can we curse on this show? Of Can't. course. Okay, I didn't remember. I don't know. Heartily encouraged. I mean, curse on my show. Like there are signs. I don't know if people in urban America understand this, but in rural America, everywhere, there are giant banners that say Donald Trump 
No more bullshit underneath them. They're official Trump <laughs> Trump 2020 signs that say make liberals cry again. Yeah. Official ones. But what there's a huge one I rode by today and I was <laughs> I was riding my bicycle on a back road with a giant guy with a beard down to here. By the way, anyone with a beard down to here, do not trust that person at all. Ever. Ever. How, how long? The, what the, are they hiding the, in the beard? That's the question. And he's got a leaf blower and he's blowing like one leaf around his yard like this. And he's got a, a gas powered leaf blower. Of course, that is the best way to accelerate climate change with one of those giant strap on like blowy things, right? Like I want to, I could spend an hour just bitching about those things. Leaf blowers? And he's got a big sign on the front sign that says, no more bullshit. And I was like, this entire situation. But that guy is not going to get mad at Donald Trump for this. That poor man with a leaf blower and all of these poor farmers around here who are yeah. are not going to get mad at Donald Trump about this. It's uh, I, I still think we have to keep talking about it. But, yeah, you're right. Because there's some excuse. Oh, it's fake news. They fabricated it. Right. The New York Times, like more the like the New York is. Times. Like, who's that? Right. So, They'll just reframe it. They'll just reframe it and say, oh, he's just a good businessman. And good business people don't pay that many taxes. And this is the thing, Jenny. It's like, it. even if, let's say all of this is legal. Let's imagine this is all above board. I just right. said it wasn't. But what if it is? How the fuck is that at all fair? Or, or shouldn't it be illegal? What kind of system do we live in? Wealth is the biggest fucking grift, all right? It's mm. such a grift. It's the grift that keeps on grifting. It just, yeah. you know, grift upon grift upon grift. And so, yeah, even if, like, you should be incensed either way. It's the same thing around, like, BLM, when it's like, well, you know, uh, white people get shot more often by cops. It's like, and that's bad, too. <laughs> like, yeah. can't you hold both of those things in your mind? It shouldn't. The police shouldn't do that. Uh, you shouldn't be able to get away with this. Anyway, guys, this is this is could be our entire group. No, we bitch. can't. We can't. We have to keep moving on. But you, yeah, we're moving it along. But I'm wondering what you are. You guys are bitching. What are you bitching about, Josh? You bitching about leaf blowers? No, I, I want. I think Jenny should go first. Okay, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Listen, I because we're, we're going to make a hard right turn because I'm bitching about the fact that there are too many scars, guards, and Hemsworths in the world okay i don't think you understand this but did you know i, I did you know that there is a bill scars guard <laughs> well, who who the fuck is a bill scars guard i, I don't know. know out of nowhere and someone someone tweeted back at me like oh, he, he played he played pennywise um, there's too many to keep track That's josh okay this is what i want this is what i want i want a, <laughs> i want a battle royale death match and i want all the scars guards and hemsworths battling it out Okay, yeah. we need to winnow it down. Uh, okay, yeah, I can't yeah. keep track. Yeah. How many Hemsworths are there? Two, three? There's a lot. Isn't Scar's a lot. what you put to start your underwear? I think you put that into a bong to make a special like hit that Ween used to eat. When you said Scar's guard, I was like mouth guard, like it's a night night guard. Too many scars. That's what I'm saying, guys. It's too confusing. We need to winnow it down. This is you're proving my point. That's my that's what I'm bitching about. Next, Josh, go. I'm done. Well, I I'm gonna stay on brand here. Um, and here's what I'm gonna say. So there's there's I go out on Twitter all the time, as you know, and I start to push. I'm trying. This is a completely Sisyphean futile ex exercise to try to be positive on Twitter. I try to be positive and I'm like my followers like 
but I'm trying to be positive. And so I'm trying to accentuate the positive. As you all know, I'm a Bernie supporter, going to push Joe Biden as much as I can. And I'm upset because when I told the DNC that I would vote for a piece of toast over Donald Trump, I didn't think they would take me literally. But <laughs> we have a piece of toast. And the, the, the thing that's good about this piece of toast is that he collaborated with Bernie Sanders, the Sunrise Movement, and AOC to create a $2 trillion climate plan. Yes. And it says the Green New Deal in as the framework for this $2 trillion climate plan on his website. And I go out there on Twitter, I'm like, $2 trillion climate plan, $2 trillion climate plan, $2 trillion yeah. climate plan. And then it's like, rah, 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 rah. everyone, it's like 300 attacks. And mm. these are sponsored. I think, you know, there's a whole lot of people that could be sponsoring those tweets, whether that's the Russian petrostate or the oil and gas industry or Chevron or Exxon or the Green Party or whoever, doesn't matter to me. Ooh, shots fired. Um, but no, because that's what happens. Because then they say, Josh, you're a sellout. Oh, Josh, you, 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 I thought you cared about fracking. Like, I told you how to spell fracking. Like, you wouldn't say the word fracking if you wouldn't know, if not for me. And they're like, oh, well, about fracking, but Joe Biden won't ban fracking. I'm like, two trillion dollar, not a $750 plan yeah. paid for by Donald Trump's taxes, a two trillion dollar climate plan is amazing. Yeah, where and it's not, and it's not Joe like Biden, Where is the Biden campaign saying? This is what I'm bitching about. Why isn't Biden's campaign running on this? Why yeah. aren't people screaming about this in the street, running up and down the street going, oh my God, $2 trillion climate plan. This is a big deal. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. He, I think that's a great bitch. I mean, it's a good bituating, tenating. I don't know. It's a good bituation. Uh, it's a good bituation. It's, <laughs> it's only my show. I have no idea what I, the verbs yeah. are. Um, Josh, we're going to get into that. This is why I like you, both of you. This is, but, but I really appreciate that you continue to say what you say, even if you lose followers or people like are mad at you. Same, same, like it's the same thing. And it's why I trust you to be on the show. But I think Francesca, there's a thing where they the followers just get padded. Like I watch, like I watch who starts following and I'm like, Oh, um, I hate myself who has no picture uh, as a, uh, you know, a, 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 you know, has an emoji as a picture is following. Mm -hmm. me. And I'm like, this person has no followers. And I'm looking like there's 300 of those people who just signed up today for me. And I'm like, I know what this is going to, what this is. The moment I say something that the, they doesn't like, they drop all those followers. So I get worried. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. oh, no, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, and yeah. that's part of the thing, right? The part of the thing is they punish you for the things that you, the they, meaning the fossil fuel industry, the Russians, or whoever it is. Like, there's no way to know. Mark Zuckerberg's um, Ukrainian fan club, whatever it is, mm. they're just like, oh, he said something good about Joe Biden, so cut 100 followers. Look, if you have any kind of nuance or strategy on the internet, you will be shunned. It is right. not shrill. Uh, internet trolls on Instagram just learned the word lib, that lib was bad. So I'm getting a bunch of like, oh, you're a lib, huh? And it's like, what? This is, there's nothing, look, you're a lib. They're like, they're like, it, like the word got out, like in Macedonia, it was like, lib is a negative thing. Like, say <laughs> lib. And I feel so bad for those people just chained to a wall somewhere with really bad English, like with talking points. Um, on all of them. Yo, they're going to get a watch, dude. They're going to get an Apple watch in a few months. They're going to get a car. They're going to like, you know, pay, do, you know, make a payment on the home. Like that's not a bad life, but I mean, it's destroying our democracy, but anywho, 
Moving on, guys. This has been great. We got to move on to our next segment. Um, running down the week's news. There's only three things that happen in my universe. The top three stories of the Bituation Room. This is the week where. I'm sorry. I'm playing along. Thank you so much. I needed that. I feel like it was missing uh, a harmonica. It only has two notes. Well, this is the best. This is the best I can do. <laughs> that's a that's an amazing talent. My dad used to do that. Uh, for those talent. of you listening in the future and are just my for my ear bitches, uh, Jenny uh, clapped her hands in front of her mouth and sang, um, "What's that song? Is it Yankee Doodle?" Mary had a little lamb. Get it yeah. together, Fran. It's been a while since I sang Mary Had a Little Lamb, but I feel like, you know, after my lobotomy, when uh, November comes and Trump is reelected, dude, I'm going to sing Mary Had a Little Lamb every single day and it's going to be good. Uh, I'm going to eat applesauce. Okay. This was the week where our bitch ass president, Donald Trump, <laughs> refused to commit <laughs> to a peaceful transfer of power right, if he yeah. loses election right. in November. Right. But look, let's not freak out. Trump has refused to commit to a lot of things, like a health care plan or his wife. Um, <laughs> with his anti-democratic demagoguery, suddenly Americans are wondering two questions. One, wait, are we the banana republic now? And if so, two, can Denmark please coup us and install a democratic socialist regime with paid sick leave and free health care? Where are those Danes? <laughs> I just want them to run it. Are they the Vikings or the, the whatever, the Nords? Just want them to come in on one of the big ships and just like. The great ships. You know, just just coo us with a big ship is all I'm saying. <laughs> Preferably with Greta Thunberg on it. <laughs> Please. Oh, my God. I want to see her on the front with a big, like, rapier. Just a battle at Wash buckling, <laughs> eye-patched. <laughs> First of all, yeah, yo, Greta Thunberg, people are like, oh, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, maybe one day she's going to like sell out or she's going to be more mainstream. But I think you're exactly, she's going to become more of a pirate. I she's just going to move more and more. Going in that the, right is, the right is pro-life, but they I've, won't want, they, they won't want to protect the fetus I'm on that, Greta Thunberg. <laughs> I'm on that ride right now. I'm there. I'm still there. I'm ready. Uh, we'll talk more about the potential non-handoff of democracy after this segment. Um, I am curious about both of your thoughts, but I'm going to move on. This was also the week where a week after RBG died and when she was barely in the ground, Trump nominated her conservative counterpart to the Supreme Court, Judge Amy Coney Barrett, a name I've been trying to not learn. I prefer uh, names like Back Alley Abortion Barbie. Uh, under his Eileen, <laughs> or my personal favorite, Sharia Sharon. Oh, Sharia wow. Sharon. It how is Sharia. Your, how about Conehead Barrett? Ooh, I like that. He's one of the Coneheads. Conehead, know. yeah, very yeah, much from another planet. Um, when it comes to where she stands politically, just to give you a sense, she's been referred to as the female Antonin Scalia, which has really taken the heat off of Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a bit more about her. In a 20, 2006 commencement speech she gave at Notre Dame Law School, she encouraged the graduating class to, quote, keep in mind that your legal career is but a means to an end. 
And that end is building the kingdom of God. Mm. Okay. Uh, in the womb of every woman. Oh, the kingdom. Oh. Um, she's she's build an ark with laws. She's going to build an ark with laws. That's what's happening. Dude, just go sail away. Build the ark. <laughs> Take two is of every conservative. Four horsemen of the apocalypse at this point. I'm sorry. I know how that book ends. I've read it. It is happens. That, is that like the Dante this. one? Is that the where it's hot? Like hot the Bible. Stuff? Oh, it's the, oh, <laughs> the, the Bible. Bible. You know, that's what happens at the end of the Bible. You know, like, wait, 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 there's wait, wait, not wait. any good people Question. left on earth and everything goes into fire and pestilence. And Question. Um, in the Bible, yeah. really, there's a four horsemen of the apocalypse. That's oh, yeah. the end of it. Oh yeah, that's where the four horsemen are yeah, from. Four the fucking Bible. Yeah, <laughs> you guys, this book, fact, is trash. Film, this book is trash. This book is trash. There's the four. My, my, Michael Mann, the climate scientist, one of the most famous climate scientists on the in the world, talks about how climate change being, brings the four horsemen of the apocalypse, and he starts to rattle, talk about the four horsemen. He says, "Well, there's pestilence." And then there's uh, death, and I and he gets lost. <laughs> he can't remember all the poor horsemen, but it's clearly like Sarah, Amy, Coney, Barry, Coneheady, Coneheady, Trumpy, Trumpy Lady is one of them. Um, we just call her Trumpy Lady. Trumpy Lady, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I want to say also that uh, last thing about her, she's part of a religious group called People of Praise, which considers themselves quote charismatic Catholics. <laughs> which is kind of like saying carnivorous vegan uh, or healthy online debate. You know, it doesn't, it just doesn't work. Right. Charismatic Catholics. Unfunny Jew. <laughs> wow. Um, what I think, uh, yeah. Charismatic Catholics to me sounds very much like what you're saying about the four horsemen of the apocalypse. It's like, uh, not only do they believe in fire and brimstone, they're going to light the fire. It's fucking scary. Jenny, what are your thoughts on this nomination? Have you just been noping out of this story or because I've been trying to? Yeah, I, I've just been leaving everyone else to do the analysis and the criticism because I already know I hate her. You know what I mean? It's like, what's the point? You know what I'm saying? And it's true. You made you made reference to this earlier. The only thing that was interesting about her is her her acronym is ACB, just one letter away from ACAB. And so that's the only thing interesting about her to me is she her acronym could be all cops are bastards. Think about yes. it. It's great. That's the only redeeming mm. thing about her. It mm. is. And I, I I've I've come up with A A C B A B. All Amy Coney. Bastards are bastards. I don't know. I don't really know what her last name is. <laughs> <laughs> is it Barry? Is it Barnett? I don't want to learn it as well. I don't want to learn it. I don't want to learn it. It's Barley. Um, tell us what uh, what her last name is in the comments if you are, you know, uh, wrong answers only, please. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, uh, speaking of sellouts, this was the week where Kentucky Attorney General. Daniel Cameron and a grand jury did not charge any of the three officers who killed Breonna Taylor with her death. They did, however, indict one officer uh, of the three uh, for wanton endangerment because he fired bullets into the apartment next to Taylor's during the March 13th no-knock raid. Uh, basically, he was indicted for shooting at walls of the wrong innocent person. Like, he was indicted for every shot that missed Breonna Taylor. 
he was indicted for every shot that missed Brianna fucking Taylor. Like, don't you guys, like, I didn't think there was going to be indictments of these police officers, but like this indictment just feels like they're trolling us. Yeah, it's like, a fuck you. It's a fuck you. <laughs> but if you think about it, wanton endangerment, wanton endangerment as it doesn't even sound severe. Like it's to me, it sounds like how you would describe like light BDSM in a romance novel. <laughs> wanton endangerment. Let me put my heart shaft upon your softness. You know what I mean? Like this is heart shaft upon want your to softness. Say something as a response to the the tyranny that's emanating from the state of Kentucky. And it's really hard to do this, but to, to suggest this. But one thing we could do nationwide is simply boycott bourbon entirely. It would be hard. That's tough, man. It'd be rough. Josh, I don't know. It'd I don't know. If we circulate that petition. See how much you, you get. We What's could try to move in the direction of gin, for example, or even rye. There's perfectly good rye made outside of Kentucky. Rye is great. Where is those? Where are those from again? From like, where's, that's why it's what's caused whole. Bourbon. Right. And where's rye from? Could be anywhere. Okay. Okay. It could. It could come from anywhere. You can get rye from all over the place. Or what about uh, just Japanese whiskey from now on? Japanese yeah, whiskey. Fuck, fuck Scotch. Scotch. Even American Scotch. You know. Even the. You know. But one thing is. That I don't. I, I don't. Just, I don't I'm like Scotch. Is like, why? Why is Kentucky currently destroying our nation in the form of Mitch McConnell? And the people who are, why that, I feel bad for, I know there's probably some cool cafes in Louisville or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Louisville's I'm trying. I'm sure there's it great people in, I, I, my editor was from Louisville. There's a lot of, there's a terrific theater from Louisville. But like, what is, I just, it's like, I'm at a loss, complete <laughs> loss for words when the ignorant rural population of this country is completely dominating the people in this country who have brains, who are yeah. capable of critical thinking, who are capable of understanding justice, who are capable of understanding that like racism is bad, you know? Yeah. And so I, I th th this gives me a chill to my bones right now. And I'm, I'm very, very, very worried about the state of America, even beyond if Donald Trump were to lose, right? If, we're, if, we're, if he were to lose and then be forcibly removed by the military or whoever, what worries me is that this traumatic emotional uh, response to him amongst all of these people who have the Trump signs, the, the, and the guns, they, of people also who are authoritarians, guns. right? Who own like, yeah, like 90% of the guns in the country that they are so ginned up for some type of violence that it's going to be something we have to deal with and live down and will kill people for decades to come, no matter what happens. And this is what really, I'm sorry, I'm bringing us down, but, it just seems clear that the police are completely out of control. Completely oh, yeah. out of control in every possible way. That they're yeah. getting all these like did you see these blaster shields that they're developing that like electric? Oh god, people? yeah. Here's the thing that's striking to me about police violence, uh, when it comes to protesting police violence, is like <laughs> Do you realize how many people you're politicizing right now? Like, do you realize how many young people are going to their first protest ever? And it's like a BLM demonstration. And they're like, well, yeah. you know, I just wanted to peacefully, you know, hold this sign and, and tear gas. 
And suddenly they can't breathe and they're choking and they're running away from their lives or they're being chased down like, you know, people were in, in Portland the other night and have been for months now. And in lower people's like, heads. Do you know how politicizing that is? Like, I feel like, you know, the three of us, we've done organizing and activism. We've been in the streets. You know the moment where you were like, oh, shit, the state hates me. The state will not protect me. Like, this speech, because I am... Uh, talking about a, a war or police violence or because I'm black or brown or Asian, like that is like the state is not going to protect my free speech. And like that moment is so politicizing. So I am disgusted, but I'm also like thinking about all the people who've been on the streets, who've been politicized. And I kind of want to like, you know, hold them in my heart and thinking a lot about like, I know these are going to be the future change makers in this country. You do not rub out that experience from your life. Um, so fucking look out, man, because we're coming for your seats in, in Congress, in state legislatures. Um, I don't know. I have I do have hope. And I will just say Aww. thank you. Someone someone on. Uh, someone on YouTube, let me find this, had a great response. Uh, the Truth 908 had a response to your Kentucky question, which uh, comment, Josh, which was Kentucky destroying our country. Florida's like, hold my beer. Yeah, right. No, yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, I used to think it was Ohio and Florida, Ohio and Florida, Ohio and Florida. I don't know if anyone in the, has lived or in Ohio or in Florida. I have lived in Ohio and in Florida, and I was dying to, to leave those places. I mean, the, the, the problem with this country right now is that we have a system that favors the, 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 the rural, racist, ignorant people in this country right now. And, like, one vote in Wyoming is worth, like, five in California. Oh, yeah. and that's just simply not yeah. fair. And that has a change because that's what's called tyranny. And, you know, anyway, I don't want to go down this road. What I do know, though, is that we overwhelmingly in America support other types of ideas than the ideas of Donald Trump and Mitch McConnell. That's yeah. one thing that we can take comfort in and that this situation is truly tyrannical, right? It's a situation where the, the pendulum has swung so far away from where normal mainstream people want to be that it's a pain that we all feel. We all feel that pain. We have to change. We have to figure out how to turn that pain into something really positive because everyone is miserable. And yeah. then COVID makes you 10 million times more miserable because you're it's terrified so that you much more go outside. Anyway, um, but don't you but, think but, like but, COVID is like a timing? Mean, I do agree that it is a little bit of a timeout. Like, yeah, oh, it's been amazing. We should be sitting at home stewing in our own toxic bullshit. You know, like <laughs> I, I feel like there is a little bit of a like we kind of deserve this moment of reflection mm. uh, and kind of re rethinking. Like, hey, what if this country stops being a democ democracy? Like, what yeah. what do we do? Like, how does our life change? You know, like I'm like, well, maybe I gotta you know actually start the Orchada Armada, which is a satirical like organization from Newsbroke, like maybe I should really start that organization and go underground and shit, you know, and train. But I like the country, this country is a democracy. In fact, Princeton University in 2014 did a study apropos of nothing, asking what form of government does America actually have? And they went out and looked at all these policy questions and they looked at all these public opinions and they saw, oh, well, when 70% of people want basic gun control and 80% of people want action on climate change and 90% of people want to raise in the minimum wage and 90% of people want Medicare for all or 87% of Democrat, whatever it was. And then they looked at all those things and that they showed how people voted on those issues. And then they looked at who represented them 
in Congress and found, lo and behold, that their con congressional representatives and the president did not represent those actual issues heartfelt by Americans, but they represented um, the opinions of the oligarchs. So yeah. Princeton University uh, came back and said, oh, look, America is actually an oligarchy. Of course, Princeton was proud of that fact because most of those oligarchs went to Princeton. Some of them, of course, went to Harvard. And, you know, so they, they, they were like, there was a little bit of an oligarchic turf war after this report saying, you know, no, it's our country, no, it's our country. But I love when the oligarchs get mad at each other. You don't, yeah, you know. Like Bloomberg getting mad at Trump. It's, it's just like, yeah. But the, but, but, but the point is that we don't live in a democracy right now and we have to try to achieve democracy and so much of, What's happening in the streets right now is so incredibly amazing to watch this perpetual summer of protest, yeah. which, you know, doesn't give you COVID. Protesting outside doesn't give you COVID. That's kind of amazingly awesome, right? Yeah. So we didn't have to cede that territory to the nut jobbers who went to people's, you know, to showed up at the state capitol with an AR-15 screaming in police's face. We actually are, this is the moment where no one has stopped protesting and um i think you know there is something you're totally right that is changing us that is going to change this nation but yeah. um hopefully that doesn't mean that like everything just goes down the tubes when we have this authoritarian state uh, and, and a, and a, and a po population that's getting i mean the thing that i've been I, yeah the thing that i've been thinking about mostly josh and i want to talk to you and also you know get jenny your thoughts on you know what do we make of the Democrats right now. I mean, I'm feeling, yeah, look, I'm always, uh, I've had faith in the Democrats uh, because there is no other option for a while. Like I, I'm like, they'll, they're, they're generally, I don't believe they're paid to lose. But here's the thing that I think about both Republicans and Democrats uh, overall. And I've been thinking about this a lot. I think that no matter what happens in November, one of the two parties is going to die. I think it will die. This is the end of the Republican Party if they lose mm. the, the White House, I believe. Mm. Um, and I definitely believe it is the it is absolutely the end of the Democratic Party if Biden loses this. And mm. if he wins and turns his back on some of the very organizations that once supported Bernie and now have supported Biden uh, and, and have worked with him on this platform, if he turns his back on some of his promises like that $2 trillion climate budget, right. you're going to see the dissolution of the Democratic Party mm. uh, and you're going to see the emergence of perhaps a third party or a fourth party or whatever. So like, to be honest with you, I think either way, the Democratic Party is going down the tubes because I think so many of the Republicans who have, are not MAGA and are never Trumpers or whatever the hell that even means have moved like sort of rats fleeing a sinking ship, mm. you know, to the Democratic Party. And stupidly, the Democratic Party has welcomed them in and sort of trotted them out to appeal to this elusive right. moderate voter, right? Um, you know, and I, I just, there's like a great, a great tweet today from Judd Legume. He, he was writing, he basically wrote, uh, put down a couple of stats here. He said, there's been a lot of emphasis by Biden and outside groups on courting disaffected Republicans. There was an entire day of the DNC devoted to it, but there's no evidence that the appeal is working. Right. So only 6% of Republican voters are going to vote for Biden. And that's, he says that's similar to the 4% of Democrats who support Trump and less than the 8% of Republicans who supported Clinton in 2015, according to exit polls. Like it goes on, but it's like, I, yeah, I see that. They're also a corporate party. But I right. want to hear what Jenny has to say. I'm talking too much. I'm no, yeah, yeah. Jenny, weigh in. How do you feel about this piece of toast that has now made it all the way? 
we're we're face we're looking down the the first debate in two days is going to happen right. with Trump. Yeah. I'm like, are we going to be bringing like a wet noodle to a knife fight? Like, what's going to happen? Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, sounds like a delicious dish, uh, by the way. <laughs> but you know what? I think I think this is. I, I have low expectations for the for the Trump uh, Biden debate. I feel like all I want is to do no harm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like Biden could just, just do no harm. It's mm -hmm. like it is. It'll be like daughtering grandpa watch. You know what I'm saying? It'll be like the, everyone's just going to be looking out to see who's going to have a slip up so they can like replay that on loop on some kind of weird hit piece. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Between now and November. And so I, I, that's unfortunately where we are in our oligarchy slash democracy. And so. It's very low expectations. Everyone has fled the two-party system. You know, they don't know where to turn. At this point, we are just trying to be like, get this fucker out of office. You know, it's just, it's, mm -hmm. it's, we're at the breaking point. So I'm hoping that breaking point is enough, you know, contrary to a visionary leadership um, to, to, to motivate people, you know what I'm saying? So that we can like just... Well, do no harm. I think that's yeah. do no harm is a very it's a very regressive vision, but yeah. I think it's motivates me enough to be like, you better fucking vote for Biden. Yeah, you know, <laughs> no, I, I, I think that's right. Remind everybody, though, that I listened to the last Bernie Biden debate in March, which was the last time there was Bernie versus Biden. There was only one debate where it was just the two of them. And I was driving from New Orleans to Pennsylvania to sort of hide out in the woods for COVID. And I was listening to it on the radio. And I'm sorry, but Biden kicked his ass. Yep. Biden kicked Bernie's ass. Yeah. Bernie was not convincing. I love yeah. Bernie. But right. there's a part of politics, which is charm and charisma. And people want to have a beer with Joe Biden. They and do. as long as he kind of stays in that lane, I think it's going to be all right. I worry, though, because I watched the Hillary but Trump, Trump debates. Awful. One of them here, and I watched one of them in, in Iceland, and I watched one of them in Amsterdam. And Same. I was touring. And like... It was on in Iceland at like one o'clock in the morning, and I was, uh, um, I, I was watching with a whole room full of rock stars, and everyone was either Icelandic or on drugs, and so it was one of the most <laughs> surreal experiences of all time because everyone was trying to figure out like who to pay attention to, the rock stars that were on drugs or the debate, and talking in Icelandic. And that was the confusion of that moment, I think, for everyone. Because nobody knew, like, everyone was like, Hillary just said, what? And Trump just threatened to rape her? Like, what is going on? Like, it was so odd. So if Biden just stays, like, like I think what Jenny was saying, do no harm, but also stay in that, like, come on, buddy. You want to go out and have a beer in Scranton with me? Um, <laughs> I think, I mean? I think here's, here's the thing that I think Biden needs, though, is he needs... Cause, cause look, the Bernie debate was insane. I don't know where he found the, the, the hoods, but I don't know where he found that. I don't know what kind of, like, it was very Popeye drinks, you know, takes that, the, the spinach and pow. What? And, and it, what bothers me is if he doesn't bring that the same to Trump, then that means he's better at punching left than he is at punching right. And fuck no, you. Right. But and we know the matter that. is though, like, don't forget most of the clips that we see of Biden where he's stuttering or he's stammering or he made up and got the wrong word are coming through social media, right? Mark sure. Zuckerberg and Peter Thiel, the Facebook board member, have had two private dinners with Donald Trump, right? Peter Thiel was on the re-elect Donald Trump committee. Facebook and all social media wants 
to portray Joe Biden as a doddering idiot. And what yeah, was yeah. amazing about the debate was you looked at it and were like, oh, wait a minute. He's not a doddering idiot. He's no. totally coherent and he's fine. So maybe what I've been seeing, the portrayal of him I've been seeing on those 20 second clips is all the stuff that Facebook wants you to see and nothing more. Right. Right. So that's, oh, yeah. what Delete your that's what could be. Well, that's what I'm praying for. <laughs> I think I think the other thing he needs, and Jenny, maybe we can like. I do think there should be a comedic Probably. effort to try to give him some of this. Hmm. Biden needs zingers. He needs he, the he zingers. needs to zing. You're right because he, you know Trump, yeah. even though he's he's a little, ugh, he does try to zing. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, Trump is a horrible. He Trump is a racist, sexist, open mic comic who's had yes. too much to drink, who gets up on stage and is just like, "I'm not going to be held accountable for any of this." Isn't it funny? Blah. Right? And there's a yes. couple people who laugh, but they're not laughing at the joke. They're laughing at the audacity of yes. someone to say so that out loud. Okay. They love that. They yeah, love that. Right. And that's sorry, sorry, sorry. He doesn't care what people think. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the shock value. So Biden is not going to have that. He's not going to have shock value, but he's going to have to. And I I hate to bring her up, but Cloby Cloby had some zings, dude. Cloby could zing, and there was a few one liners. Kamala can also have the one liner yes. zings. Like people don't want to see a food fight. They want to know how we're going to put food on the table. Boom, you know? boom, <laughs> boom. Listen, <laughs> exactly, and it's so corny. But you got to have a couple of those in your like up your sleeve. You have to. Yeah. You know what was interesting about the Biden Bernie debate is that Biden was kind of a dick. He was like a little bit of a dick. Oh, he such a like, dick. He he kind of had that sort of little bit of a dickish quality that Obama channeled so well when he was like to Hillary, he's like, "Well, you're likable enough." Yeah. He was like, "Oh, Obama, <laughs> you're just kind of totally a dick just then." You were that's like a good. That's a good point, actually. And, I never kind of thought of that. Uh, thought about it that way. That. that kind of like ability to be like a bit of a, an, an asshole. Yeah. And I think that's his, maybe a secret weapon in this time. I don't know. Let's see. I want to pivot a little bit to, to, you know, the disaffected left, which I know there are a lot of my followers and a lot of your followers. I do being on the left means being disaffected, but I think something that I really appreciate about you, Josh, is that there isn't a fully letting go of like hope and there isn't a full concession um, to cynicism because we know what cynicism does and we understand that if this man gets another four years, who's going to be most impacted, right? Uh, it's probably not going to be the podcasters. So, but anyway, I, I want to specifically ask you about one disaffected, you know, statement that a lot of lefties, you know, posture, which is I'm going to vote green. Fuck it. Deuces. I'm voting green because I'm voting my values. Now, I've said on this podcast that the Green Party is a little bit like the man in the white van with an ice cream cone. It's like, hell yeah, I like ice cream. But like, who are you? And where are you going? And why are you looking at me weird? You know, I'm like, I don't in the van. But he's like, but don't you like ice cream? Like, yeah, I love ice cream. I love I do like, you know, not taking money from the fossil fuel industry, et cetera, et cetera. But like, you've had a lot of good criticisms of a green party. Now, what are, what are those? And then what are your hopes for maybe one day having a third party? Well, the green party to me pro is problematic, not because of their positions, because their positions are by and large things that I agree with. They're problematic to me because of their strategy. They emerge every four years. And then they say that they want to get 5% on the presidential ballot. And that's their goal. 
right? And I spoke with Gloria Materas, who was one of the head campaigners or the campaign manager for the Green Party, Jill Stein, last year in 2016. And I said to her, look, what if your 5% gets Donald Trump elected? And she said, <laughs> well, we think we can get our 5% and not, and have Hillary still get elected. And I said, well, why don't you go out there and say that to the public then? Because what they're saying to the public is these candidates are the same. Right. Yes. That's what they go out and say. So they say these candidates are the same. Donald Trump and Joe Biden are both Republicans. They're the same. And then they say Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump are the same. And they say Donald Bush and Al Gore are the same. And this is the thing that they say every year. They say we want 5%. Well, listen, that's a lie. So when people lie to me, they don't, they're not my values. Yeah. So they're not don't, my they values. don't deserve our respect. Exactly. So, mm -hmm. so the first off is to say, well, I'm voting my conscience. Well, then your conscience is a party who perpetually campaigns on a very big, gigantic, enormous lie, which is to say that Republicans and Democrats are the same. They're not the same. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Amy Coney Barrett are not the same. George Bush, Iraq war, George Bush fracking, George Bush Dick Cheney, George Bush 9-11 is not the same as Al Gore, climate change president. Not yeah, the I same. Different. Very different. So when you're saying that to you, you're insulting my intelligence. And when you insult my intelligence, I get mad. So when I get mad at the Green Party, they get mad back at me. But, but the other part of this that I want to underline here, which is not the negative part, it's the positive part. The positive part is that I live in the Delaware River Basin in Pennsylvania. This is the, the watershed for 16 million people. It's 5% of Americans get their water from right here, from New York City, New, Southern New Jersey, and Philadelphia, okay? This region was about to get fracked. 25,000 gas wells. That's what my movie Gasland starts with. It was that, right? In right. 2011, we were coming down to the 11th hour. We had five people who were five people we need who were going to vote to whether to frack this basin or not, right? Delaware, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, and a representative of the federal government. Okay, New Jersey and PA were Corbett and Christie, Republican monster twins who wanted to frack the hell out of this place. New York said no. We had two votes out. Delaware and the federal government. So what did Bill McKibben and myself do? We appealed to Joe Biden. Joe Biden was the vice president. Nobody ever asks the vice president for anything. Yeah. Why would you? Well, we got 10,000 calls into Biden's office. And lo and behold, he picked up the phone. And he called the governor of Delaware. I have this on good information. He probably would not take credit for this because mm, right, whatever. Because but he called the governor of Delaware. The governor of Delaware said we're voting no. And the, boom, the entire vote was canceled. The Delaware River. Amazing. Made, we banned fracking in this place. And that has directly to do with Joe Biden, where I live. Protected by Joe Biden, twenty-five thousand gas wells yeah. canceled, and then the next year, two years later, three years later, New York State bans fracking. Okay, oh, amazing. And that is my value because we can move this guy. When we push yeah. him, we can yeah. move him. He, he's the one who blurted out, "Gays should be able to get married." He said, "Before <laughs> <laughs> it was time." Oh Whoopsie! Whoopsie! <laughs> <laughs> so, when you're telling me, first of all, to my face, that you think Joe Biden and Donald Trump are the same, or you think Hillary yeah. Clinton and Donald Trump are the same, or Al Gore and George Bush are the same, or whatever, I say you're lying, yeah. or yeah. you're brainwashed, or something is wrong with you. Something is weird about you. Like, what One are you thing trying to achieve here? John, one thing you said I just want to mention because you got a great live on this on on the old Facebook, but you were when you were going off on the Jill Stein campaign, which honestly you feel like you're taking crazy pills when you look at talk about the Green Party because it's like you know you get uh, purity shamed by the left, but then you're like, wait a minute, but why don't? But, but strategy, but like no one gets the purity folks don't get strategy shamed, and yep. so I remember you were like, you were like, look, Jill Stein, you know. 
is campaign. She's got like five campaign events. This was, I don't know what point during the, um, the 2016 election. And you were like, and like four of them are in Massachusetts. Right. Like, what are you doing right now? And the other like, one what? was in Texas. The yeah. Green Party convention was in Texas. Th that's what I said to the, the, her campaign manager. I said, are you guys, what are you guys doing? Are you running for president? They said, right. yeah. I said, well, why do you have three campaign events on your event before like October? And they were like, well, we're running for president. I was like, no, you're not. What are you doing? You know yeah. what I mean? So like yeah. that, that, anyway, that's the end of that. And I'm going to get reamed for it again by some Green Party angry person. But like the truth is that I don't want to get, I'm not shaming Green Party voters, right? I'm shaming the Green Party. Yeah. The leadership is corrupt. The voters yeah. who are saying, well, I can't participate in Joe Biden this. Here's what I have to say to you guys. Have faith in yourself. Have faith in us. When you say, all the ideals that I believe in are not on the ballot. Well, no, they're in your hands. And the best chance we have to get them is organizing with a Joe Biden in the White House. If we have Trump in the White House, we can't organize. Yeah. We're beaten up not in the with police in little unmarked vans. We have faith in yourself. I'm not shaming you. Shame on the Green Party. Shame on the, the leadership of the Green Party for lying to people for 20 years and having yeah. changed their strategy for losing strategy for 20 years since Ralph Nader, right? But not shame on the voters. The voters, listen, believe in us. Believe in our movement. That's what this is about. Yeah. You know, Josh, I, I really think that going forward, here's my thing with the Democratic Party. Um, let's say they lose. Oh, sorry. Let's say they win. Let's say they win in November. Republican Party is trash. It's just sort of smoldering ashes. You got the Bloombergs and the Colin Powell's. What they could do is they could try to remake the Republicans. But the Republicans have been very much co-opted because the, the MAGA no, movement will continue. The, Republicans at this point. the, the MAGA movement was keep, is going to keep going. They come over to the Democratic side. And so I'm like, you know the money is on the side of moderate Dems. You know the money is on the side of Dems who will continue to take fossil fuel, pharma, um, whatever, any other money. I mean, less fossil fuel, more pharma money, to be honest. But... I do see what my hope is. This is my hope that people like AOC, um, people who like Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar, the squad and all the other progressives that have been elected, that we can keep on uh, uh, making gains uh, mm -hmm. and winning on, on those um, making progress on those gains. I Begin, as I think Zachary Fluke in uh, on on YouTube was saying, rank choice voting, start yes. implementing more rank cho choice voting, start yes. implementing um more of not maybe not a winner take all system right like yeah. how do we how do we get our hands around this undemocratic system yeah. and make it more democratic by creating some kind of parliamentary representative democracy and then then jump ship and start a new party like, <laughs> like then we go like once is the whole thing for sure <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel like I really appreciate Josh your your anecdote about about uh, how homeboy affected. Why can't I think Biden affected the fracking issue? Why did I call him homeboy? I listen, think just call him homeboy. I appreciate it. because listen, I, I think this is the difference. I, you 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 guys nail hit the nail on the head on it. It's purity versus strategy sometimes, and I think we need to we it, voting with our values means that we need to um, have a clear sense of what works and what works is strategy and organizing. And I don't trust a party that doesn't build in between presidential elections, right? I don't trust that because that's just that's called, that's called opportunism, and so. Uh, 
for me, if people are building movements, it's usually outside of the party. Okay. And, and so right. you're right. We, we have to trust that we have the power to move whoever's in office and, and a hundred percent, if it's Trump, it's a non-starter. So that's why, you know, I'm out here excited that the rock endorsed Biden. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm excited. The Rock looks like he is made up of he's wearing balloon animals. That is how that is what his <laughs> that is what his muscles look like. He looks like he's wearing balloon animals. That's how powerful he his looks. head gets smaller and small. Like his every head day. moves farther and farther into his neck. I'm just happy he endorsed Biden. I think that's beautiful. You know, he's like very apolitical, but you know, it's like let's just make this. He's so so popular. I hope he moves people. I want I want Harry Styles. Okay, I don't care if you're not American. Endorse Biden. All right. Yeah, no, it's this so is where we're at. Because we don't have like the yes, we can video. We no. don't have all the superstar Bernie, um, you know, the Bernie squad out there doing their thing, you know, like, you know, yeah. the, the, that, they're, they're, where's the glam? There's like no glam left. It's like people are exasperated. They don't even have a glam <laughs> impulse. The rock is what we've got. Blue Look Apple. at this pink eyeshadow. Are you, if that. the rock had this pink eyeshadow. Yeah. Okay, present company except except excluded. I I obviously I think that that bull, that's all a little bit bullshit. I think the glam is a little bit bullshit to be honest with you. But I do think you don't like Scarlett Johansson singing in black and white? Oh no. No. <laughs> oh my god. All right. I'm sorry. But I will say this. I will say that I think that people are overworked, underpaid, stressed out depressed, anxious right now, all people. Yes. And that having it, the words low information voter, it's not a dig. You're a low information voter because the system doesn't want you to understand it because the political system's bullshit and it doesn't, it doesn't uh, uh, represent you. So the, if the rock gets you to vote, so be it. That's dope. Yeah, like to me, I'm like, that's fine. Because I think people are like, well, it's, I, I mean, I'm, I'm criticizing my own criticism, which is like, I know it's not about who Jay-Z and Beyonce like stump for. Obviously, Hillary didn't win. They stumped for her like they came out for her. But like, if you don't have that much time to read up on the issues, you don't really know what's up. Now, mm -hmm. look, after four years, that's only someone who's been in a coma and like, you know, hats we blame off. You. Mm -hmm. But, you know, sometimes having that celebrity endorsement does it does help. It helps. I'm thinking of having Will I Am write something called like "Yes We Bland" or something. Jump <laughs> <laughs> in mind. Yes, we sort of maybe could almost. You Voting for I mean? a toast that's not <laughs> even buttered. I know. I feel like the toast isn't even. Maybe buttered. we. <laughs> maybe the toast is done. Mm, buttered toast. Not even sourdough. Ooh, mm. sourdough toast. Buttered, mm, mm, flavor. Avocado toast. Oh, it's not even avocado. Is no. Kamala the avocado on top? Maybe Kamala is the avocado. I, I really wish I saw more of Kamala Harris right now. I'm not seeing enough of Kamala Harris. I think Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris's takedown of Joe Biden over busing was Ooh. amazing. So yeah. I'm waiting for them to sort of unleash Kamala yeah. Harris on Donald Trump or on Mike Pence. Yo, I think amazing. at the debate, oh. if he starts to flail, he just got to like tap out, you know, and then Paris just <laughs> comes in. <laughs> amazing. Just, All I see is like Kamala Harris's shoes. Like was she, was she wearing Tim's or was she wearing? Chocolate? Oh yeah, Tim's. Like, the Tim's. What, yeah. What's going on here? Like it was. Just, it was like a. I don't know what. It's it's like the most care. important political season in history, and neither candidate talks about policies at all. Yeah. Very confusing. I I do I will say this though it is one thing that was really hard for me to watch was to watch. I thought Hillary Clinton did great, 
in a vacuum where she didn't have to go up against Donald Trump. Like mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton was like, oh yeah, presidential. Okay, no, you know your stuff, blah, blah, blah. I'm talking obviously pure bullshit like level debate politics here. The fact that you had Trump next to her, I thought she really did like, you know, bring a wet noodle to a knife fight. She did not do a good job getting on Trump's level, getting under his skin. Right. And I'm mm-hmm. like, We've never had a chance in, you know, any journalist, Jim Acosta, you know, a- anyone who's going up against, you know, uh, um, uh, Alcindor, she was great. Like just all the White House press corps mm-hmm. have been the only ones who've been able to actually go up against Trump. Right. The only ones who've mm-hmm. been able to stick it to him. But even they don't count. This is our chance. This is our like motherfucker. I'm gonna, you know, <laughs> our like, God damn it. How well. did, what did you do? And, and we've got toast. I really mm-hmm. hope Joe Biden just says like, hey, um, how about why didn't you pay taxes for 15 years? $750. Oh, my God. 15 years you didn't pay taxes. Like, what is that about? I think he should just say that like 50 times. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. If I mean, he there's, only there's, said there's that. Like, there's like a whole psychology to debating that I don't understand at all because I'm like a cutthroat New York Jew Italian who wants to like – throw Chinese stars at every possible moment in, in the political sense. It's just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I know that like middle America would be like, whoa, get that guy out of here. So like when, when Obama was like being super mild mannered, you saw that like little, little like CNN, like trend line. Remember they would like tr- those people in the focus group, they would like squeeze this knob. And if they liked what he was saying, it would, the trend line would go up. And if oh, they didn't like anything, the trend line would go up. Anytime go, Obama started to get a little bit feisty, I would be like, yeah, get him. The trend line would start going down, 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 down. It's like. They were like a black man going. raised his voice a few yeah, decibels. Right. We got to. Do, like, like, do you not like, do you not like. People do not raise their voice. I get nervous. What do you mean, Josh? What do you mean? I don't. Getting. Um, all right. Wait, this wait, is- I'm, I'm a Chinese. I'm a Chinese star, and that's not how you throw us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just FYI, technically, I, I just want to make sure you know. I, how do you do it then? It's like oh. a frisbee. It's yeah. been a long time since eighth grade. I'm a half Chinese star. When you throw me, I just sort of fall to the ground. Oh. <laughs> <Weep-oo>. <laughs> That's okay. And then my uh, Italian side is like, what are you doing? Okay. Uh, is, is it wrong to say Chinese stars? I'm sorry. No. Okay, good. It's a perfect setup for my joke. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, you, you set Jenny up. She knocked it down. Okay. You know. That's I mean, how it goes. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> Don't get all liberal guild on me, okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're fine. You're fine. Out here we won't cancel here. you yet. You're not. We're not canceling you. You should yet. see the crap yeah. that I have on my desk. Um, guys, let's move to our final segment. This has been good. We've traversed the political hellscape mm. from left to right here. I think it's been good. I hope we've walked away with. A few, just a few solid takeaways, but I, it's okay because I like you guys. We just sort of slalom through this uh, brimstone and fire, and um, we're at our final segment because of image. yeah, slaloming through the the brimstone and fire uh, mm-hmm. because, of course, of Judge Acab being nominated to be a Supreme Court justice and most likely confirmed because Dems will not lock themselves in, to Mitch McConnell. Uh, like I would like them to. Um, this is our imagination of who would be a better judge in a game called Judge Dread. 
Judge Dredd was actually a movie, D-R-E-D-D, with Sylvester Stallone. Was it good? He was a cop. I don't know. So probably not, because we're very we're very much an A cab show. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched a lot of Law and Order, though. I'll have to admit, just so just so you know, I just and they're not and they're not all bad there, right? <sighs> yeah, they have their moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's the God? I can't get into any. I can't get into a crime show that isn't The Wire, which is not really a crime show. I guess it is. I don't know. I liked it. It was so good. I rewatched it in quarantine. I rewatched so much stuff. Okay, Judge Dredd, if you could, if you could pick a different uh, judge, but they have to be a cartoon or fictitious villain mm. to replace Amy Coney Barrett, oh. who would it be? Villain. It could be any cartoon, really. Actually, it could be a positive thing. Guys, uh, weigh in on the comments. Uh, hopefully, I'll read some of them out. I have so many ideas here. Go ahead, Josh. Uh, <laughs> well, my before you said it had to be a cartoon villain, I want I really was gonna say just it has to be Chuck D and Flavor Flav on the Together. Supreme Court because oh, that's easy, easily better. Together. Easily. Um and Chuck D kind of the Supreme the 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 what is it, the Chief Justice and Flavor Flav sort of next to him, you know, every time Chuck D is like, You are, you know, you're racist and go to hell and Flavor Flav just goes like, Yeah, boy. That was what yeah. I was <laughs> Delightful. My other thought was Space Ghost. Just Space Ghost. Space Ghost. When you said cartoons, I thought Space Ghost. But the Space okay. Ghost from Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Not that. <laughs> this is a deep cut. I am not familiar with this. Uh, Space if you Ghost. don't know what Space Ghost Coast to Coast is, it, it was a talk show uh-huh. hosted by a cartoon, Space Ghost. <laughs> now, Space Ghost was a very 70s or I think early 80s. A cartoon character who was very square, like, and he had like muscles. He looked like the Rock, and he had a. He was a ghost. He was sort of a space ghost. Nobody knows what he was, and he would Don't battle a, a guy early... named Voltar a lot. And Voltar was the sort of Paul Schaefer in the corner playing the keyboard. And Space Ghost would actually interview people on this show, and he interviewed Bobcat Goldthwait, which was one of the best. Oh, nice! Ones. And he interviewed fantastic. Um, some uh, Joey Ramone, actually, I think. So che- Jeff, definitely check out Space Ghost Coast to Coast. It's a very obscure uh, Space Ghost. How, how would he? How would he rule? You think as a judge? He would just zap people with his thing, on his thing, and he would flex his muscles a lot. Oh, very hot. He's kind of like the. I feel like the Rock modeled his his mo after Space Ghost. There he is. Yeah, there he is. Space Ghost. Just um, pretty I, cute. I, but, I, but I still think um, if it wasn't the cartoon villain, I would I would go with the. I would Space just Ghost. love to see Chuck D. I it just seems love very fair. Players, so I would just love to see them, uh, the entire public enemy, take over all. If we get seven more seats on the Supreme Court, just put them on. That's what I would see. I, I love it. With PE or Zach De La Roca and Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine. Okay, so you're you're going in tandem. I'm going all in hip hop. I like yeah, it. Uh, on the uh, <laughs> Jenny, what about you? Instead of ACB, who is it going to be? Um, I think even the Wicked Witch of the West, okay, from the <laughs> Wizard of Oz, would be better than Amy Coney Barrett. Yeah. Uh, number one, she's got magic. All right. Who doesn't love a powerful bitch? Also, um, she controls animals and beasts. So I'm assuming she's going to be good on climate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's going to be good on the natural world. 
finally, apparently she's actually very non-confrontational and she truly just wants to love of her family and women. And so we could turn her around. And if any, all else fails, we could just throw some water on her. So I think the power is in the <laughs> There's people. always you know a fail safe. Fail safe. There's yeah. just throw that water. I love it. She looks, she's green. She's halfway, like she's a she's third a of the way of to the Green New Deal. She's, she's a, person a person of color. Of color. All right. Listen. <laughs> I was thinking Mojo Jojo. Who's that? Girls. Oh. Um, Josh, you already got yours. <laughs> and there were like, way too more. many of them. So what's so we're crazy going. about what you just said, Jenny, is that these people, I get it now, I get the concept. These people are less extreme than Amy Coney Barrett. Yes. The Wicked Look Witch of the West. I think he just extreme. underlined the premise of this game. I didn't understand <laughs> it at the beginning. <laughs> I'm reading uh, Homer Simpson. Uh, great. The judge from Pink Floyd's movie. Ooh, oh, my yeah. God. Gargamel from the, the Smurfs. Mm. Yeah. Gargamel, Gargamel. Is, is so cuddly compared to ACB. Um, uh, let's see. Foghorn Leghorn. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say guilty. <laughs> uh, um, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice first. Beetlejuice would be so fun on the Supreme Court. I mean, he he's definitely anti-choice. I feel like Beetlejuice is a piece of shit, but Maleficent is here too. I mean, I think any witch, any witch would be would be good. I'm with the witches. Cletus yeah. the Slackjawed Yokel, totally, totally. Cletus from Duke of Hazard, no, 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 no. no. Cletus from from no, The Simpsons, no. right? He's got lots of kids. Oh, he basically he has more kids than Judge a uh, Amy what Barrett, Scottish, whatever the fuck. What about the Scottish Lawnsman from The Simpsons? Hmm? Oh, he'd be great. Guy. Right. That guy was great. Um, um, uh, guards, groundskeeper Willie. Yeah, hell yeah. Groundskeeper Willie. That's correct. So for me, I'm thinking I would rather have the mother from Carrie. I'd rather mm. have Carrie's mom, who is a religious zealot, than this woman. I'm saying <laughs> me because like. She at least, I'm trying to think. She, look, she, she like, uh, what is she? She prayed. That was good. And maybe she'll be less. But look, first of all, Carrie's mom has few redeeming qualities, but I feel like uh, she would still be better because she would not be the, I'm trying to make the case here. I'm trying to make the case. For someone who would be better than any. For someone like, who would be better. The worst people in the world are better than Amy Coney yeah. Barrett is basically what you're saying. That's how bad this is. Yeah, but I'm try I'm Pretty still bad. trying to find the redeeming qualities. I can't remember if there was a cuddly well, moment, I, in Carrie. I, I don't. Think there I was. did just. I did just tweet out yesterday. I understand that there are so many bad people in America to choose from, but how is it possible that they came up with the the last two for the Supreme Court? That they like out of out of all these bad people. They picked people that are the worst. I think the next. I think it's the next hearing is just like how many dipshits are left. You know, it's like mm. that's what it is. We're just going through the the scraping the barrel of dipshits. Um, I, I'm really really happy that I'm thinking of cartoon villains right now because they're so they're always defeated, which is so nice. Exactly. <laughs> so nice to think about them going down in flames like Zoltar. Diane Feinstein, if you're listening, throw down, throw down, girl. Oh, someone said Skeletor already. He would be great. I don't know. He, I feel like he's I'm Skeletor. 
Is that what he does? Does he have a high laugh like that? Yeah, he does. He's got a very effeminate, weirdly kind of like high pitched. <laughs> he's like a goblin. Uh, Josh Fox, Jenny Yang, you guys have been great. Thank you so much for being here. Um, Jenny, where can people catch you? Let us know. Uh, Instagram or Twitter. I'm always on. Say hi to me there at Jenny Yang TV. And then uh, go to comedycrossing.eventbrite.com. I, th- I put on two shows a month, a uh, online stand-up comedy show where I have fun stand-up comedians perform through a cute Japanese avatar inside Animal Crossing. Wow. It's a video game stand-up comedy show. That's what's Amazing. happening in 2020. It's, it's like the most soothing awesome thing ever and so fucking creative jenny yang thank you so much have fran on at some point please i need to get a switch i think we'll figure it out figure it out yeah buy me a switch everyone buy me a switch tbr dash live uh tbr live and venmo obviously we're donating to movement voter project but also buy me a nintendo switch josh fox what is the switch it's a nintendo oh god Sorry. The space space ghost would totally know. Um, it's a gaming console. Okay. I want one. I don't. Yeah. Now that I know what it is, I want it. Now I know. Yeah. It's bullshit that I don't have one. (laughs) Josh Fox, where can we catch you? Well, as you know, Francesca, because you're a frequent guest on my program. Staying home with Josh Fox on the Young Turks live on Facebook. You can watch it on my page, Gasland page, Josh Fox page, How to Let Go of the World and Level of Things Climate Can't Change page, or Wake the Stand- Dream from Standing Rock page. Or you can watch it on Twitter. You can also watch it on Twitch, and I think you can watch it on like Roku and all the things, all the things. Thank you, Josh. Watch Josh's movies too. If you guys haven't watched his um, his films, I'm sorry, did I say movies? Documentary works of cine. Uh, they're very, 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 very good. Um, thank you all for being here. Thanks for making it to the end of this show. It is the end. I want to thank all of you. I want to thank our producer, Becca Roofer. I want to thank the tippers. Uh, gotta be honest with you. And I'm not joking. The tip jars low as fuck right now. It's pretty low. I guess you guys don't care about this pink eyeshadow or movement voter project. If you're listening in the future on, on, on the podcast, very, very smart, very smart, because there were a lot of hand gestures in this episode. I can't vouch for them all. But please tip us, TBR-Live on Venmo, TBR-Live on Cash App. And thank you so much for being here. Um, and remember, we're voting in November. We're doing it against fascism because John Lewis took a bat to the head for our right to vote. We got to do him right in November. Um, also, because the other option is saying things like this. They were tough. And they were strong. You have good genes. You know that, right? You have good genes. A lot of it's about the genes, isn't it? Don't you believe? The racehorse theory you think was so different? You have good genes in Minnesota. He's a Nazi. Don't just bitch about it. Be about it, y'all. Make those calls. Bye.